Hey you, this is Pat Dean, the ambassador of Maynard Road. And this episode of I Learned Nothing is sponsored once again by our friends at Kurgis. Kurgis sells the best slippers that you've ever put on your tired, beaten feet. Don't be an idiot. Kyrgyz slippers are made by an all-women's art collective in Kyrgyzstan. The people of Kyrgyzstan have been making felt slippers for thousands of years. That's even older than I am. Go to kyrgyz.com, K-Y-R-G-I-E-S.com, and use the promo code NOTHING, in all caps, to get 15% off of your order. The holidays are coming up, and if your friends and loved ones are fans of comfort and philosophy... I can see no better gift to give them. Try not to be a disappointment for once in your life and go to kyrgyz.com, K-Y-R-G-I-E-S.com and use the promo code NOTHING in all caps to save 15% off your order. You can even do this multiple times throughout the year. Trust me, my friend Ben went to Princeton. International. Damas y caballeros. Uh, hola. Hola. Welcome. Bienvenidos. Bien. Bienvenidos. Oh, no, it's not that. It's bueno. Oh, when you say hello? Yeah. Hold on, let me just intro this, the episode. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I was uh, trying to teach you Spanish. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. A man who's fluent in the Spanish language. Welcome to episode 110 of I Learn Nothing. Hello. A uh, philosophy podcast for idiots, as you can tell. Um, <laughs> uh, my name is... Minute. Uh, Benjamin C. Cholak. I'm Grand Inquisitor of Philosophy at Princeton uh, X University. Heard of it? Yeah, ever heard of it? Uh, ever heard of it? I went to Princeton. I went to Princeton. There were a lot of girls who talked like that who got into Princeton. <laughs> mm. uh, and sitting across from me uh, is my uh, my TA. Yes. Uh Patrick John Dean. What happens what is... the fuck are you? So I'm good. How are you? Doing all right. Yeah, I'm Ben's TA at Princeton. So sometimes what happens is in the class, he'll be like, hey, I got to take care of some administrative stuff. Can you just teach the class today? And I'm like, yep. And I show up, and then we watch uh, Encino Stay. Man. Oh. <laughs> and then the next day, I'm, then after we're done, I'm like, you guys cannot tell Ben about this. <laughs> it would be funny if you actually did sub for like a Princeton professor, and you just showed uh, Stand and Deliver. <laughs> oh yeah, dude! When like, I was a sub, we did do that. I know. <laughs> it's like, but those they're like, this is Princeton. Like these, they're paying to come here. They're not. Yeah. They're not troubled teens. No, <laughs> not at all. We're actually trying to learn. Um, but uh, <laughs> that movie rules. Yeah, it's There's, pretty good. I think we've talked about this. There's a part in it. Where... I already know what you're gonna say, but go ahead. oh, okay, then never yeah. mind. <laughs> The Andy Andy Garcia. Yeah, Andy Garcia. No, it is the funniest. Just Google Andy Garcia racism. Okay. I think it'll <laughs> pop up. It's so funny. 
It's funny because that sounds like a specific brand of racism. He's like, oh, he's not just racist. He's like Andy Garcia racist. Yeah, sure. <laughs> oh, no. Um, Andrew. Yeah. Yeah, so just Google that and just... You can tell it's clearly an ad lib line because yeah. the other actor is like visibly surprised by his outburst. <laughs> um, well, bitch, uh, what? what's been going on? Are you doing? I'm fine. <laughs> How are you? That's the question that ma- that the people want to know. Oh, terrified. Ben Sholock, the people's champ. Yeah, terrified for my new job. You're a man of the people. Yeah. Well, Ben, at, we've you know at length uh, discussed this that Ben has gotten a new job that he not only is profoundly unqualified for yeah uh he's also like well aware of it it's very well, strange like i didn't even i'm not even trying to trick these people that's what i'm saying it's very like, funny it that you're their like their idea <laughs> <laughs> you know hey, like look, you guys hired me okay? I, yeah so like at the end of the day i can't feel that guilty i'm just gonna be like look i'm gonna do my best but sure oof, we'll see well God, uh, what if i rule at it i mean i um just be a company man it'd be interesting i mean i don't know <laughs> i wouldn't really know how to react yeah, I mean, it'd probably be fine. Yeah. Ben, <laughs> the great communicator. Ben Sherlock. I guess so. Uh, well, speaking of great communicators. Yes. Uh, we're not talking. How are you? About... It's me. Hey, what's up? <laughs> yeah, speaking of great communicators, let's keep interrupting each other. Right. <laughs> I'm the great interrupter. Yeah, four score and louder. <laughs> Speak up. <laughs> uh, yeah, that'd be funny if they said four score and seven year ago, years ago are... What was it? Our founding fathers did some kind of bullshit yeah, in this nation. They, yeah. And then what if someone they, yelled? Uh, what if someone yelled? Did they? <laughs> You'd be like, what the fuck? This what? Immediately canceled. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. He was the great, great communicator, right? Is that who the communicator? The great was? communicator. I, I think that was Lincoln. Was it? It was Lincoln, or it was FDR, maybe. Oh, I don't know. Well, anyway, we're not talking about either of those people. We are talking about an American, though. Nice. Uh, yeah. So we're getting back to our roots. We're talking. Uh, we're gonna go back uh, after our, our disastrous Judith Butler episode. Um, we're we're going back to the meat I think, and potatoes. I think we learned a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Stick to what we're good at. Um, oh man, it's it's Ronald Reagan. Oh really? Why do we think it was Abe Lincoln? Because I, I, I don't know. Because he was a a good orator, and he kept the country together, kind of. Not yeah, I mean, really. I guess maybe, I mean, maybe he shouldn't have. <laughs> yeah, still remains <laughs> remains to be seen. When you look back on it, it's like, well, yeah. Um, but uh, no, today we're talking about uh, a good old uh, straight white male. Nice. Um, an American one to boot. Finally. Yeah, finally. Um, <laughs> In philosophy. <laughs> Get out of here. Weird. Um, yeah, it's that is a, a in really, the Western canon. That thing is bo- that that issue is bothering me a lot because what? It's just like there's it, <laughs> philosophy does not have very many representative figures no that are not just straight white well, there's, men there's there's a lot of like babes there's a few babes yeah um well, but, it seems like there's a lot when i did a google search i mean there there are more than i obviously am, am like acknowledging right now sure um that's Which also because your thing well yeah but that's also because that's <laughs> so academic philosophy the great is, acknowledger ben Chola. yeah i'm the great acknowledger <laughs> Here's the thing about academic philosophy. It's kind of racist as all as all hell. Um, academic ph- uh, philosophy? Yeah, just in, insofar as well, how What do you the, mean? Oh, you mean like how they teach it? Yeah, they okay. just exclude like uh, all, all entire traditions. See, but what's so you know? odd about that is that you'd think a philosopher would be like open to, you know... Well, you would think, but then that's... Okay, so we we, we got to save this for another episode, but, but to keep it very brief... Uh, Analytic philosophy, which is what's practiced in the United States and like the English speaking world, basically, 
the anglophone world um is very very like nitpicky in particular about like getting things super precise and logical yeah um and very analytical so that leads them to kind of they're not as receptive to like the more fluid and holistic attitudes of like let's say eastern philosophy okay you know and the uh kind of self-masturbatory obfuscation of the continental tradition and that's like the postmodernist and shit at all yeah i know that's what they like to do um, that is what they. That is what you guys like to do. <laughs> I consider you part of the Western canon at this point, as far as philosophy goes. And Thank I feel you. like you guys do this. It's it's always big words. God, that would be such a compliment in the fifties <laughs> to be part of the Western canon. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, you know, I I would have I would have dreamed to be part of the Western canon, and now I'm just like fuck. Yeah, a lot <laughs> of it is sort of feathered. yeah. Well, you know, why not? Well, I don't know. Fuck it. Who cares? Yeah. Fuck it, man. Fuck it, man. Um. Yeah, we're all going to die we're, anyway. We're like, the thing about us, Ben, is that you and I are philosophers, but we're like cool guy philosophers. We're yeah. Like, we're like the bad boys of, of philosophy. Yeah, like when we are t- like teaching our students, we, yeah. we don't stand at a podium. We take a chair and we sit on it backwards, right? Yeah. You know? Because we, we can't afford podiums. Yeah, and then we flip our leather jacket over our shoulder. Yeah. yeah. We'll fake leather jacket because we can't afford those either. Right. And then we get denied tenure because we fuck one of the students. Yeah, but. it's actually, yeah, our, our, our academic careers are, are not something to look to look back upon with pride, certainly. Yeah, very stained. Man, I knew this, well, literally, um, I knew this, uh, <laughs> I had a literature teacher, I believe, yeah, 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 in, uh, in, in college where he ended up marrying one of his students. That happened in, uh, at uh, Princeton, too. There was this girl who what I met who was... That? It's weird. It's a little strange. It's weird, but like... Even when it's like, yeah, well, we didn't do anything until she was out of my class or she was graduated or something. It's still kind of odd, right? Yeah, I think there's something to be said for establishing a very like specific moral category that's just called weird. You know what I mean? <laughs> where it's like, where it's like, you're not being condemned in any way. You're not. That's not calling you a bad person. Sure, but it's undeniably a little. It's weird. weird. It's a thing because where it's like it's getting close, man, and it's like it's just odd, and we're we're watching you. Here's yeah, we're you're keeping, on notice. Keeping, yeah, exactly. You're on notice, kind of. Anonymous VCU professor from a decade ago. You're on notice. But my point is that, um, like, I feel like the way that you gauge that, because people go, well, how do you gauge if something's bad or just weird? Okay. Here's how you do it, Ben. Here's, well, I'd like to hear your solution as well, but here's what I propose. Okay. I think if you say something like that, like, oh, yeah, we met when she was my student. You're like, oh, okay. And then they're like, yep, even if, even if they clarify, yep, I mean, you know, we didn't start dating until, you know, two years after she graduated, blah, blah, blah. You just sure. go, oh, okay. And then he goes like, oh, hold on, I'll be right back, and leaves. Mm-hmm. If you wait two seconds and then turn to the person next to you and go like, oh, what the fuck was that about? Yeah. Like, that's what it is. It's not like... That's a good litmus test. Yeah, yeah. that's a litmus test is if they leave the room, do you br- is it the first subject you bring up? Yeah. Then it's kind of weird. Okay, then it's weird. Yeah. Hey, we just established the fucking uh, rule. Of that's, why we're, rule. that's why we're in the canon, dude. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Hell yeah. <laughs> Okay. Two, two, chalk it up. Two more white men on the cannon. Nice. <laughs> well, you're 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 technically off white. I guess I'm off white. Yeah. And I'm. Do they are Irish people considered white? Or are they? Um... Oh yeah, dude. They are. <laughs> I mean, I get it because of like they were also Irish slaves, but um, yeah. <laughs> uh, like also not really though, right? I mean, well, yes well, it was no. in de- well, yes indentured and no. It's indentured servitude, servitude yeah, which yeah, yeah. is not slavery technically, but like, yeah. I mean, it wasn't good. No, it wasn't good. Then it didn't feel good. It didn't make them feel good about themselves. Yeah, it wasn't as bad though. No, it wasn't <laughs> as, as, bad. as the other one. And it didn't last as long. <laughs> um. Yeah. Okay. So indentured servitude. What a country. 
What? That contract? I want to uh, circle back blood. real quick. You mentioned something very interesting. When you started that whole thing about the the is it weird rule. Yes. Uh, you're like, what did you say exactly? You said like, oh, you know, you can easily tell when something's good or bad or people disagree about what's good or bad. What did you say exactly? I don't know. Well, I mean, luckily I, we recorded this. Yeah, I know. It, it's funny that you you don't, your brain doesn't keep any like running memory of what you said earlier. Not <laughs> <See>? always. <laughs> Not always. Because you know what it is? I get you in so much trouble, man. Huh? <laughs> you, that could get you in a lot of trouble. Oh, dude. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean, okay. clearly. Uh, but like, my thing is that if it's not very funny, I just don't bother remembering it because okay. if it's something I said, then who, who, I don't care what I say. Okay. Well, I that's... suck. I just, if it's something funny that I could use later, I'll be like, oh, okay, that's interesting. Okay. Well, that's, that that's weird. That's you using an ad hominem fallacy against yourself. <laughs> it's like, I'm not worth listening to because I suck. It's like, that doesn't mean that some of the things you say aren't valid. Yeah. It is interesting to say that on a podcast. Yeah. Right. <laughs> like people You're are listening to um wow weird god uh it really makes you wonder like what do we do this for okay good point so i kind of i wanted to mention or i wanted to circle back to that point you basically kind of said something about how there is no um like uh consensus understanding exactly of like everything that's right or wrong right sure like especially with that kind of like it's weird category uh where some people would argue what it's totally fine you know there's nothing to worry about here it's legal, yeah, sure. Other people say no, that's like completely immoral. That's really, really fucked up. Mm. Um, there's like two extremes, right? And so people disagree. So is it is wrong it? or is it right? Is it moral or is it not? What's well, definitely hot? Okay, but, uh, <laughs> it's hot. So we've we've determined two things. It's it's definitely hot and it's definitely weird. <laughs> and those two usually go together. <laughs> But um, and and so, yeah, I mean, we did kind of uh, just innovate tremendously by adding this third category of weird, which is between, you know, morally right and morally wrong. But before that, before we established that as disruptors, uh, you know, we only had right or wrong. Something's right or it's wrong. Uh, Something like that. Is it right or wrong? Well, it's hard to tell because it's like fuzzy, right? Yeah. It's legal, but it's weird. Right, you yeah, do talk about definitely... it as soon as the guy leaves the room. Yeah, the fuck was that? What the, are you saying? Fucking yeah, that was the student, huh? <laughs> okay, well, hold on. So she was probably like twenty, like one, and then you said five, so she was probably like twenty six. I don't know. That's but, still weird. Yeah, you know what I mean? If you if you had tenure, he was already at. He had to be at, at least like late thirties, right? Yeah, I didn't even know how old he was when that happened because he was a little older. Well, huh. the guy at Princeton, he was this guy. First of all, it was. It was the nerdiest like example of this ever. Oh no! <laughs> okay, because they were both okay. So the the guy was this linguistics professor, uh, who specialized in. Well, like, I know what he specialized in, Ben. Well, yeah, as a linguist, he was a cunning linguist. Um, but uh, he specialized, I think, in like hieroglyphics or something, or or uh, or just e- Egyptology or whatever. Um, and. Uh, he knew like ancient Egyptian, basically. He could like speak a- ancient Egyptian. Oh wow! Yeah, which is like kind of interesting and cool, but also just like fuck off. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, we talked about this yeah. that he would be if society as we knew it came to an end. And yeah, and we returned to hunting and gathering. I mean, he'd be oh, the he's the first person we'd hunt and eat. Yeah. Um. But somehow, and this is what's baffling about the universe and nature uh is that even this guy was happened to find find a mate 
<laughs> and it ended up being uh, a girl who was like my year at Princeton. Like a f- when we were freshmen, they started dating. When we were freshmen, oh, they wow. started dating. And okay. he was like, he had to have been like, like probably late 30s. I'm thinking. Okay. And I don't know. Well, that's the thing. I don't know if they started dating at that time, but they were always hanging out with each other. Was he? Was she like his TA or something? No, no. She was a freshman. Oh, right. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So she wasn't anything. She was just a fucking freshman. She was a, an 18-year-old girl. Who was slightly interested in, in Egyptology. In Egyptology and hieroglyphics. Ended up actually becoming his research partner afterwards. Like, she, they stayed together, like, the entire time. And it was, like, kind of fine, I guess. I mean... I think... But that was also... This is going to sound dumb, but that was also, like, um, 16 years ago. It was a 16 years ago. I don't ago. think that fly right now. I think people well, talk about think, power and balance fl- and all it sorts have of flown back then. Yeah, that's true. Um, oh, no one knew about it. I think they kept it a secret. I don't know. It's I mean, they, there's no way they would have let them do that. Hey, Ben. What? <laughs> that's how hot this is. Sizzling. Yeah. I licked my finger and touched my arm, and I pretended it sizzled in case anyone was wondering what that yeah, was. Yeah. <laughs> I was just, just. It was just. It was just a joke, 100 percent for Ben and not the listeners. Yeah, totally visual. It's okay. We'll put. Uh, we'll put a uh, a video, <laughs> a, a detailed, a detailed diagram. Like figure one, figure two. We always say we're gonna put stuff online, and we just don't. I know <laughs> it's kind of funny. I did it once. It's I'm trying to. I'm trying to get better at that. It's a pretty good bit, a running bit. Thanks for uh, listening, you guys. Um, yeah. But uh, real quick, anyway. So way to go. You know, I'm trying to uh, uh, what's it called? Like decode these fucking like social practices. Like what's just right? like that guy what? was trying to decode <laughs> hieroglyphics, baby. <laughs> Wait. So you were so excited for that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did the, okay. So are they still a thing? I don't know. I have no idea. We should find out. Maybe. I bet we could probably find. Okay. Let's let's save that. <laughs> let's table that for now. I am also for, very curious for a more erotic episode. Yeah, a more erotic. Yeah. <laughs> I learned nothing after dark. Yeah, I learned nothing after dark. The um, blue light special. Yeah. <laughs> no, the red light special. Well, I guess it doesn't really matter. Okay. I think I was thinking a blue plate special. I think you're thinking of three different things at once. Yeah. There's the red light district. But then there's the red light special. That song by uh, TLC. Oh, I don't know. Baby, it's yours, all yours. Yeah, of course, if I totally know that song tonight, from, by TLC. I'll give you the red hot special all through the night. And then, uh, uh, then that woman died. Oh, who left? Left eye? Yeah, Lisa Left Eye Lopez. Yeah, that was also bizarre. That's pretty kind weird. of pretty sad. Very sad. Yeah, very out of nowhere. Um. Anyway, R.I.P. R.I.P. Left, left Eye. Yeah, R.I.P. Left had, Eye. She had some okay raps. Um. Okay, so. Real quick. <laughs> Sorry, let me get She burned down we her ex-husband's house. Yeah, and then died in a fucking car crash in, like, Honduras. What a life. Yeah. What a life, honestly. Yeah. Like, couldn't have done it better myself, <laughs> you know? Well, minus the whole arson and, you know, premature death. Sure. Um, okay. <laughs> Hold on. Let's focus here. I'm trying to. Because we, we haven't even <laughs> talked about the guy. So we're talking about this guy named William James. Um, really? This is the bo- most boring name. Okay, fuck you. My name's William James. You used to give me so much shit for the weird names that showed up. Yeah. Remember? But they're but but yeah. And now but, you're pissed off at fucking William James. Well, it's it's it's, it's just a it's just a boring name. Okay, fine, it is. Hey, it's what, two, what yeah, we name two, our na- child? Two first names. William. Yeah. Okay. Great. This guy though. Uh, okay, so every William, William I've ever met has been bad. <laughs> it's funny because I know you're. I know you're thinking about right now. Yeah, I just mean <laughs> Willie B. Just... <laughs> it was also Bill Clinton. <laughs> Everyone else I've met named Will has been fine. Yeah, Will. That guy was really cool. Who's that? Uh, Will. 
Cooper was a guy that I knew um, for a very long time who is actually kind of interesting. He um, was big into uh, Christianity for a long time. Um, I don't think he follows an organized religion these days, I think. But he uh, he was one of those guys where he was doing missionary stuff. And then mm-hmm. kind of out of nowhere, he was like, why is this? Like, what am I doing? Like, yeah. this, like why is why do I think this is the right thing? And he stopped. But he, he stopped doing it. Okay, pretty but, interesting. But he kept being Christian, or, or he just stopped being Christian Maybe, entirely. I don't know. Okay, well, uh, should probably bleep his last name out. <laughs> sure. <laughs> this William uh, has something in common with William James. There's a fascination with religion, which we'll get to. Okay. Nice. Now, William James. Uh, just a quick bio. Willie Jim. Willie Jim. Yeah, Willie J. Jim. Jim's J- J- Jimmy Will. Yeah, Jameson Wills. Uh, <laughs> um, so William James was born in 1842. Nice in New York City. Whoa. Um, to a very rich family. Back when back when it, it was New York City. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, right. Back before Giuliani cleaned right. everything. Back when hip hop meant something. Yeah, back when. <laughs> <laughs> back when rap was really a more accurate reflection of everyday life in America. Right. <laughs> 1842. 1842. Um, just a guy like a guy with a rap name like Lil Abner or something like that. Rapping <laughs> <laughs> about like I don't know wheat. <laughs> My name is Abner and I'm here to say. <laughs> yeah, young Josiah. I um, cultivate wheat every single day. <laughs> a wiki wiki wah wiki wiki wah wah wild west. Jim West. I'm actually here. It's the actual wild west. Oh yeah. It's pretty dangerous out here actually. <laughs> you know, I remember recall. I recall this. I remember my mother, Madeline. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Telling me that the Wild West, she was listening to the radio. Apparently, Wild West era was only like, like a ten years. It wasn't very long. Yeah, it wasn't very long. I think it was a little more than ten years, but it was basically like, I think it was like eighteen seventy-five to like nineteen ten. It went that long. Kind of, yeah. Well, no, not maybe not until nineteen ten. Probably like nineteen hundred. So like twenty-five years. Oh, okay. It's still it's still not that long. Yeah, I mean, you could. You know, I'm older than that. Like, big right? Deal. You you could live through, you could live well, through it. Yeah, you could live through an era. Isn't yeah, that weird to think about. What's weird, also weirder too, is that that immediately became like uh, what's it called, commodified and exploited, like as a theme. Oh, for, like, sure, yeah. For, like like Buffalo Bill and like Annie Oakley in them, like after their Buffalo heyday. Bill. Yeah, after their heyday of actually being like outlaws or whatever, we're basically just like shilling for like basically like signing autographs kind of version. They went. They went know? to London. Yeah. During uh, the whole unpleasantness in, in Whitechapel, uh, there was uh, like unpleasantness in Whitechapel. Oh uh, yeah, the, uh, Jack the Ripper. Oh, oh, okay, the famous right. murderer. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he, there was like at that time there were like uh, famous, maybe even Buffalo Bill himself, people coming through London to like do like demonstrations and stuff. Uh-huh. Pretty weird. Yeah, they bring they bring like American Indians and stuff with them. People yeah, they like, do Whoa. that shit all the time. What's this guy's deal? Yeah. It's like, it's a very sad story. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe we got away with that. You know what well, I mean? I can't believe that, like, no one's in trouble for this. I mean, yeah. I, mean, I don't know who you'd... Well, who would you blame? Because... I don't know. What about the our, our genocide of the indigenous well, people yeah, in America? Well, yeah, but I mean... I don't know. Who can be held accountable now? Well, I don't know? know. That's what I'm saying, is that I feel that's like interesting someone should be. Idea. Yeah, for sure. I mean, that's the whole Noel, thing behind okay, reparations. Noel Waghorn, whose last name I will never bleep out. Yeah, sure. We should actually just pin it all on Noel Wagner. The man who, yeah, who, I don't want to, you know, spread rumors, uh, but there there are, I hear whispers of his involvement in, uh, in the 9-11 attacks. The, yeah. The tragic day, probably the worst day in our nation's history, 
Not uh, only that, but you know, in the the trials and tribulations of uh, the Native Americans, the Trail of Tears. I think he was responsible for that. No, come on. And I, I know he he was basically the architect of the Middle Passage that brought most of wow the African slaves to the American continent. No, I think he framed Sacco and Vanzetti. Uh, what the hell? What I know, he's it's gone crazy. too far. <laughs> the Italian American experience yeah. is sacred. I think I think the the Japanese internment camps were also his idea. No. You are fucking up big time. It's really dude. unacceptable. We've given you so many chances. You're someone's father. <laughs> what would you do? Like, how weird would it be if you found out from your dad, like, when you were, like, you know, our age now? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If you found out, like, 35 years earlier, like, these two guys just kept making wildly unfounded accusations about your father on a <laughs> podcast. <laughs> on, like, o- over the course of multiple pod, different yeah, yeah. iterations. Yeah. Like, uh, y- years. <laughs> For years, um, since 2013, I've been telling people <laughs> that Noel Waghorn is in, was involved with 9-11, which, you know, to my knowledge, he wasn't. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he was out of the country when it happened. But um, still, like, I'd, he's so weirded out. It's if literally someone, out of the country. If my dad, we were just hanging out one day, and then somehow it came up, and I was like, what? And he's like, oh, yeah, these two shitheads that, like, I knew. Yeah, I'd be like, what the fuck is their they problem? Fled, they're my friends. They fled to Texas and then just started <laughs> telling people that I did 9-11. And it's like, oh, like people that you know? No, people I've never met. That sounds like like a biography of an outlaw. It was like, yeah, these people just like fled <laughs> well, to Texas. I will s- and well, started okay, spreading yeah. rumors, just gambling and swindling people. We're, we're, we're outlaws of, of a podcast. Yeah, we're the outlaws. We're the, outlaws we're the Texas of outlaws of podcasts. <laughs> it's me, you, That's Bill sucks. Hicks, if he was alive. Yeah. Uh, who else? Maybe Andy Huggins. He was part of that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> you know the Texas Look, Outlaws. Yes. Okay. Let's. We gotta. Fo- we gotta focus. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I gotta introduce this guy. <laughs> so okay. So William James, born in New York City in 1842. I uh, died in 1910. Uh, Poor guy. I guess. Yeah. Sure. I mean, he did have some troubles. We'll get into that. Uh oh. Um. He. Uh. He was born into a very wealthy family. Uh. Yeah, he was, but wasn't. Um, a lot of people, most people, actually, in I the mean, history of the of the world, most people. I mean, you're telling me you don't have a rich father? <laughs> Everyone listening to this, you're lying. Um, okay, so uh, he is actually brothers with Henry James, uh, who I think we talked about this before. You you probably studied him in English class. Yeah, yeah, as an English major. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't, I can't, I can't remember anything about. It's him okay. Now, I don't you know. really I remember care something. about. I don't care about literature, to be honest. Um, yeah, but, I know. <laughs> that's not totally true. Um, it is. It is. 100% no, it's not. I do true. like some literature. Like what? Like I like. Uh, you're gonna hate this answer. Oh God! You know what? You joke, go tell me what is it? Uh, my favorite book is Gravity's Rainbow by Thomas Pynchon. All right, <laughs> Which is a, uh, how a turgid on meandering. Earth. <laughs> that's, do you finish a fucking Pynchon novel? <laughs> I've read it and twice. Not, <laughs> I'm gonna throw this computer at your guess, fucking face. Guess what other book I actually finished, which uh, I like too, is, which is really kind of. Canceled, I think I know I what it is. What yeah. is it? Is it Infinite Jest? Hell yeah, bitch! <laughs> You're such a piece of shit. You're such a little garbage boy. You're a man made of garbage. You're a boy made of garbage pretending to be a man made of flesh. I'm I'm, dev- I'm changing my Twitter name to Boy Made of Garbage. Um, <laughs> all right, look, that is so fucking weird and funny. Yeah, nothing about you makes any sense everyone it's, thinks i'm weird i don't think i'm weird at all i think you're the weird one i am i am pretty weird i guess yeah um and yeah listen uh, i'm just cool <laughs> this guy william james yeah all right he is really important at least for americans <laughs> because 
he put America on the map as like the first like legit actual philosopher. Oh, really? In like the Western tradition. Okay. Um, there are people can ask. People will argue that like Wolf, Wolf, <laughs> Ralph Waldo Emerson. Yeah, my name I is can, Ralph. I can never do. I can never pronounce that guy's name. I cannot believe his I name want. is Ralph. It's that Ralph. Is such that is such shit. Ralph Waldo. Hi, I'm Ralph Waldo. <laughs> oh, good, great. What if he? What if he went by both names? I mean, like, it'd be hilarious. You know, like John Pablo or something. Oh <laughs> you <know>? yeah. <laughs> He's just hi. I'm Ralph Waldo. <laughs> I mean, it, it's so funny to be like, you're. His name's Ralph. Yeah. Um, it's it's that's such like a, I don't know. It seems like a modern name. It's a little too modern because like uh, the only other Ralph I know of really is Ralph Wiggum. <laughs> yeah. Um. But okay. Yeah, my name is Dontel <laughs> Waldo Emerson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my my name is Tanner. <laughs> my name's Tanner Reggie. Waldo Emerson. <laughs> um, okay, so okay, uh, people would argue. <laughs> this is my daughter, Daenerys. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite thing. I love that all these kids are now named like Daenerys or uh, Khaleesi. Yeah, and it's just like. And just they just ended up blowing it. They blew it. They they blew it. <laughs> they blew it. They blew it. Um. Well, what's funny about that whole thing is that like, yeah, it, it really goes to show like don't name your kids after stuff until the the series is complete. I think that's a very good, important, concrete, useful lesson. Yes. There was this woman <laughs> who was my manager. Don't name your kid Walter. Now you know. Oh God! Yeah. <laughs> What's your name? Well, this is this is my. Uh, well, I mean, don't name him son. Walter anyway, because that's a shitty name. It's not the best. Uh, <laughs> even though it was my uncle's name, it's supposed to be my grandfather's name, my grandfather's name. But um, basically, what are you talking about? <laughs> but you're gonna say uh, something about. Don't oh, name your. So kids. this woman that that I worked with at the tavern, she's my manager for a little bit there. Um, her she had her her nickname well i just thought her name was brooke but it turns out that was her middle name okay because her her mother uh named her um like after the soap opera character okay because they're you know wts from florida okay in her words so i'm not making fun of her but um (laughs) Did she actually use the words or white trash? Yes, okay, absolutely, yeah. okay. absolutely, she did. Uh, <laughs> she does not get along with her family. But uh, basically, we can say white trash. I think that's fine. Well, I know. I just thought. I just think okay, it's funny, it's funny to do that. Yeah. Yes. Um, so basically, the point I'm trying to make is that she was named after a character on a soap opera who, literally within days of her being born, was revealed as a bad guy. Yeah. Turned so heel. Now, so now she just goes by her middle name. <laughs> my mom was like well fuck this i'm just calling you by your middle name i wonder if that's gonna happen to these daenerys ladies i mean so imagine the the conundrum that those kids that are, were named daenerys khaleesi or khaleesi daenerys it's so hard to spell which is also i'm sure someone did that like oh yeah first middle yeah. name daenerys Definitely. khaleesi or something like that mm-hmm. anyway so this this earth is profoundly stupid um yeah it is interesting uh, how many wonderful things it's capable of, but also how many, you know, things it does that, you know, makes you want to jump off a cliff or okay. do the jagged one and die. The jagged one. Okay, speaking of the jagged one. It's a giant rock. This guy, yeah, it's a giant rock. It's the pointiest rock in America. <laughs> in, <laughs> in the Landlands Corporation. Yes. Uh, take a listen. Uh, okay, but speaking of the jagged one, someone who uh, definitely wanted to throw himself onto it several times throughout his life. This guy? Was this guy William James. Why? Okay, so, well, he he had, I mean, so, okay, so 
back in the day, he was diagnosed with, uh, I think it was called neurasthenia or something like that. Um, and this is important because it kind of leads to like the trajectory of his career. Uh, so in the eighteen like eighties or eighteen like you know late late eighteen hundreds, right? Yeah. Uh, psychology s- sucked. Yeah, it it, it seemed counter <laughs> like into like it seemed like a lot of the psychology back then was like, oh, like you're scared of like confined areas. Well, uh, I'm going to put you in a confined area for. Yeah three weeks uh and then when you get out i'm gonna uh, hit you in the face with a ruler as hard as i can it's like what yeah and why it, it, i'm just dude i'm just fucking riffing here i don't know yeah. I, i'm a psychologist in the 1800s i have no idea <laughs> what it, i'm doing <laughs> i'm so frightened every day of my life okay so that's what's important yeah right and they're just like well if that still doesn't work uh, i guess it's just a part of your womanly constitution <laughs> Like people just use the word "womanly" as an insult back then all yeah. the time. I'm gonna diagnose you as being a word <laughs> that we be, can't say anymore. Yeah, yeah. Pat, you're being a little womanly right now, <laughs> <laughs> which is it's an awful thing to say. Uh, like knowing that now, it's but bizarre. Yeah. It is a very funny. Thing to oh, say. it's hilarious. Well, it's like it's like <laughs> well, it's just it's just what a weird like it's a funny word to use because. On our on our Patreon, Ben, uh, mm-hmm. we're in the middle of discussing. Uh, we're doing our first ever Patreon triple stack about the uh, with the Mormons, yeah, and about their their beliefs. Those uh, that we Latter Day Saints, yeah, those Latter Day Saints. Um, their uh, their beliefs, the history, and then we're going to talk to some Mormon people, uh, and not in a critical way. We just yeah. I mean, we're just talking about stuff I think is interesting. I think we're it. being fair. Yeah, check it out. Yeah, listen to Go it. Go to our it's Patreon. Fine. But anyway, five bucks the point month. is that there was uh, yeah five dollars a month. You pr- also, I fucking we finally hit enough subscribers that now I have to make that goddamn Death Cab tribute album. Really? We're yeah. at sixty? More than that. So I'm pretty Wait, annoyed. Really? Yeah. Wait, I thought I haven't looked at the app in a while. Okay, well, I, looked anyway. t- I looked today, but anyway, so I still have to record that fucking album now. So thank, so thanks. <laughs> anyway, ah um, uh, yes, yeah, we're at sixty. Okay. Do you want to know what the Tight. name is? So we made this thing on the. Pa- Okay, real oh, quick. Awesome. The point that I'm, I'm trying to make about this whole Mormon thing is that there was an FBI agent uh, who like went rogue, I guess, yeah. kind of, uh, and he was the first one to do it. It was, uh, a, he was an he ex-Mormon. Was Mormon, yeah, he yeah. was ex-Mormon. But he was he was described as being by his coworkers after the fact as being lunchy, yeah, because he always <laughs> had crumbs on his shirt. He's an FBI agent. That's the first time I ever heard that insult. And I've never heard it. It's awesome. I'm gonna use that all the time. Yeah, it's like you're looking a little lunchy right you're now. Looking dude. really lunchy. Uh, so <laughs> it's just what a weird word. Uh, yeah. Anyway. Okay. Um, so the point. Anyway. So now I have to make this fucking album. So you want to know what the name of it is? What? It's called Stick. <laughs> I. So anyway, the point is that for some reason we made it an incentive that if we reach a certain amount of followers on our Patreon. I don't even know if this is a joke or what, that I, I had mean, to record a three-song EP of Death Cab for Cutie covers. Yeah, like and, a tribute. And we hit it. So now I have to record it, and it's going to take me probably two or three weeks, but I'll do it. Uh, it's going to be called Stay Young, Go Dancing, a Death Cab tribute. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, that's pretty it's good. It's going to suck. Um, okay, so let's get back to this, because we have kind of a lot to cover. Uh Great. So this guy, <laughs> I can't wait. I think you might like him. I hope. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, I like him so far. He's American and he's sad. Yeah. He, oh, he's super sad. <laughs> he's us. <laughs> yeah. But he gets into it. So okay. So here's here's what happens. So psychology sucks back then. Uh, and one of the reasons why it sucks, to be fair, is because it was brand new. Uh, psychology didn't really exist as a science. Uh, hey man, when like, you jump until on a that's, bike until that century, when you jump on a bike for the first time, you're gonna fall off. Yeah. Uh, so, and like, so, okay, so here's what happened. He, 
is a very, very like sad but smart boy. Uh, he, you know, goes to like the finest schools. He travels to <laughs> Europe in high school and all this shit. Uh, he's very privileged. Um, but he also is just like incredibly depressed and suicidal <laughs> for most of this. Uh, and um, obviously, like, it, you know, retroactively or like in hindsight, it's pretty obvious to diagnose him with with depression. Um, but people didn't know that at the time because there weren't any psychologists around to fucking actually uh, diagnose that. Yeah. Right. Um, so what he did is what he and I don't know if it was as a direct cause of this or if it was just kind of like one of those natural things that came together. But he studied medicine, he ended up studying medicine, went to Harvard um, and which was easy for him to get into because he's and, rich uh, and smart. Did he park the car at Harvard Yard? He, in fact, did. No, he did not park the car at Harvard Yard because he did not have a car to park because cars were not invented. They weren't fucking invented, Paul. Um, <laughs> uh, move your fucking car. Move your car. Hey, it's you... not fucking invented yet, you fucking queer. <laughs> so this dude... Couple of queers from Medford. Medford Ness. Yeah, this dude moved to the best place to move to when you're sad. Terrible. Boston, terrible, Massachusetts. A terrible city. <laughs> I know that we usually make fun of Baltimore and stuff, but Boston I feel sucks. like Boston, it's not acknowledged enough how just truly terrible a city it is. It is very... It's just that it's just hey i lived there for a couple months it's wicked queer over here (laughs) stop saying that i lived there for a couple months uh in like spring of like 2008 because i was canvassing for the democratic party um okay like for it's just weird weird thing uh but um that weird so i was living well i guess not but but also it's boston why are you doing that well i was moved there to do this job for a couple months right i was technically living in new york but i was living in boston uh where i lived in this like apartment where i slept on an air mattress with this other girl who was also had the same job yeah we were the only two americans who lived in this apartment that was just packed with chinese people nice that's where they put us this was really interesting i don't know why i don't talk about this more often this is one of the bizarre like periods of my life i didn't even know you did that yeah Uh, that was like i'm sure i told you you probably forgot probably i don't talk about it often well i don't forget other people's shit I absolutely would remember you telling me that because that's so weird. Maybe I haven't talked about it to you. Why would you? But like, why in Boston are you trying to be like, hey, vote? That's like going to D.C. and being like, hey, are you guys going to vote Democrat? I don't know why. I can't tell you why. I just needed a job and they hired me. Sure. And they said, we're, you're going, we're, <laughs> they're going, you're shipping up to Boston. Okay, anyway. But real quick to finish this story off, that was the first. That was the first and last time. And I never thought I'd ever get to see this, like seeing an eclipse. Is someone puking green puke? <laughs> <laughs> because it was it was St. Patrick's Day. St. Patty's Day, kid. In Boston, which is like a war. <laughs> it is I don't even know it was like a traumatic war. <laughs> I don't even know what you can compare. I mean, I tried to avoid it at all costs, but I did have to take the tea at one point and there was just like this dude just Wicked pissed? Yeah, oh wicked fucking pissed, Paul. Um but okay. Anyway, so why do they talk like that? And so that's also where Harvard University is the, the second best university in the country after after VCU, after where I where, yes, I'm, after, where I matriculated from after Virginia Commonwealth University is number one, and then it's Harvard, uh, and then after that, I really it doesn't really matter. Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't really matter. If you're not in the top two, then poo on you. That's what I always say. Poo was the uh, initials of Princeton University. P-U. P-U. <laughs> so I went P. to P-U. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so. I remember I was listening to uh, Opie and Anthony like so, like 12 years ago, 
and someone rich voss made a joke at someone he said that you should you know you should where'd you go to school pu university because you stink but like he fucked it up because that means it's p university university University. and they just busted his balls for like 20 minutes because of that yeah well fuck him (laughs) (laughs) um you heard it here first all right, so he went. He, he went to uh, Harvard. He became a fucking doctor, um, and uh, you know studied like physiology, like medicine. Obviously, which just focused on the body. But around this time, they were starting to be like, hey, you know, a lot of these fucking ailments and diseases that people display, like they're displaying like mental symptoms, right? Like we should maybe set up a science to study that. And so nice. psychology kind of s- was starting up around like the the second half of the eighteenth of the nineteenth century, eighteen hundreds. Um, and he was one of the biggest pioneers of this. He's basically considered the founder of like American psychology. He is, he wrote this like 1200 page textbook that, uh, is seems like overkill a little, but like most of it is still like sort of applicable and like germane to like the findings that, that we've had since. Yeah. Right. Uh, which is more than could be said about, uh, that fucking pervert Jew in Austria Sigmund Freud, who, who yeah. the majority of his work has been fucking like debunked. Well, that's what's so interesting but about this guy did way more fucking contributions to the actual science of psychology. But that's what's interesting about did. being a pioneer is that, especially in something in something scientifically based, it's like you're probably gonna be wrong. Like oh, someone's yeah. gonna eventually prove you wrong. Like it's just a weird thing to think about to be like the first to study something, yeah, like in depth, and then like be like. Okay, well, I think I got this figured out. Here you go. And yeah. then, like, 30 years later, people were like, oh, look at this fucking idiot. Sure. And like, what? That's a, actually a very fair I'm point. I'm smart. I'm smart. I'm smart. And I was passed over. I don't know if I remember that line from, yeah, Fredo. I'm not dumb like everyone thinks. <laughs> I'm smart. I'm he's smart. Like, and he's slouching so hard. And then his brother is just like, I'm going to fucking kill you. Dude, he, was banging, <laughs> he was banging cocktail waitresses two at a time. I mean, yeah. Fredo was really not the best person to run that place. Yeah. No, no, not at all. The Godfather. Yeah. Ever seen it? <laughs> Ever heard of this movie? <laughs> um, okay. So he, he makes all these contributions to psychology. And then it's an interesting point that you bring up about how, like, you know, when a new science is starting out or a new like field of knowledge is starting out, you're going to take there's going to be a lot of wrong hits, you know, a lot of wrong guesses. Because what you're doing really is you're just guessing as best as you can and then relying on people after you to like check your work and say, hey, no, this is actually doesn't make sense. You're wrong. That's the whole that's how that's how the scientific method works. Right. Um, the difference between Freud and James is that he he made these like hypotheses that could be kind of tested out uh, empirically. Well, and Freud just basically came up with these theories that could never be proven wrong. Well, also, what's the difference between him and James is that, uh, you know, Freud, he is, you know, uh, this guy who worked in psychology and uh, James is uh, a depressed uh, photography teacher <laughs> in Virginia. <laughs> well, so there, there but for the grace of God went, went William James, only instead of pursuing a totally useless art like photography. He actually got a medical degree. Oh, uh, James, <laughs> you jackass. <laughs> okay, so William James, uh, he uh, basically like pioneers like a, a major portion of the field of psychology, and he comes up with a couple ideas. So he came up with the phrase stream of consciousness. Uh, oh, wow. That that was him. And he weird. It's yeah. so weird that stuff like that, you can go, oh, 
it's not just like a thing people say. Like it's not just like a an expression from God knows when. Like yeah, no, it was this guy. Yeah, it's actually it's this guy. It's I mean, it's the first like recorded My like co-worker. instance of that use in English, uh, and it had a very specific meaning, right? Uh, and it's one of those things where like you think about it now, and it seems really obvious, you know. Like, oh, yeah, it's, of course, a stream of consciousness. It's like consciousness yeah. works like a stream. But no one thought of it that way until he, he thought of it that way. He was like, well, yeah, it's just our, our impressions and memories and, like, the things that we focus our attention to at any given time, whether it be, you know, uh, like, him fucking sitting behind me, just, like, me being aware of his presence, to, like, the regret of ever having met Tim. Like, you know, this this spectrum <laughs> of, like... I just really regret meeting yeah, Tim the cat. This, this spectrum of interior feelings... You know, they all come in in these discrete moments, one after the other, over time. And so he was like, "Oh, just like it was just compared to a stream. It's basically just a stream." And then ever since that, just kind of took. So he did that. Uh, he had this theory of the self, which uh, basically he he kind of divides. And this is pretty interesting. He divides two aspects of the self. So Freud had like ego, uh, super ego, and id. And then they all have their problems where they want to fuck their moms or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, James is... with everyone? <laughs> William James's version is way, way simpler. There's two. There's just two things. There's me and I. Uh, There's no I in team. There is no I in what team. What was his thoughts on that? Well, I don't know exactly. Because Why not? He, he never wrote about that. Oh. <laughs> he probably oh. never heard that phrase before. He was too busy coming up with his own fucking groundbreaking phrase. Mm. Um, but... He would say this. So me, the me aspect of the self is uh, the part that kind of extends beyond your consciousness in a way. It's it's perceived as an object. Like you take the sentence, uh, I knew it was me who like hit the ball or something. Right. The me in the sentence is an object. Right. And it's this it's this object. It's, it stands in place of like could be any other object, any other person. Right. But it's like yourself. But you put it out into the world as this object, like outside of you. Me, right? myself, and I. Yeah. Well, like, and then that when you do that, that's when you and we all do this, like, just subconsciously all the time. Uh, where I we, don't. You know, you do. <laughs> I know you no, say I don't you don't. I, do. I think I, I think I'd know if I was doing that. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna move past this. <laughs> just saying. But like, when you you when you remember something embarrassing that you did, like you know. Uh, years ago right yeah right you're not think that's that's the me self that's this object that you can be ashamed of and like critical of and being like why did why did i say that you know like that kind of shit you know my it's interesting because my things that i'm like ashamed about they're not like about any like morally bad thing Mm -hmm. it's all just about like me saying something and then like a week later being like yeah and then like uh like I don't know, uh, squandering something or missing an opportunity or oh my god, or, or ruining <laughs> a moment or something. Yeah, I mean that happens to me all the time. I think about it all the time. Yeah, dude. Okay, but here's what. Here, guess what? Everyone does. All right, it's okay. <laughs> Everyone's only us. Then, then we've got a lot to think about. <laughs> yeah, we do. We really need to uh, take a weekend and just kind of yeah self-reflect. We, we should go on a retreat what if we went on a retreat <laughs> we should go on a, we should go on an all-male retreat and we call it all male because it's just you and me so it's like you know technically all male yeah people get mad at us we're like sorry just yeah, what we do. no goyles allowed no girls allowed so yeah we go on a retreat uh to just sort of assess 
everything that we're ashamed of. What if that was a tour? What if we went on tour with no girls allowed? Tour? The no girls allowed tour. Uh, that'd be kind of funny. <laughs> um, it'd be it'd be horribly bad business practice. Um, what was that lady's name? Jenny Jones. Remember that that talk show? Sort of. So she was. Was she li- white? And blonde? Yeah. Okay. So she was a comedian back in the day, and what she used to do, and there was sort of a uh, um, a new concept at that time, is she would do shows just for women, uh-huh. and no, no no boys allowed. And it was just sort okay. of like, hey, this is like, like us doing jokes sort of about the ladies or whatever. Uh, yeah. But then later on, she had a talk show, and she had a show where this guy, like the big reveal was that he was in love with his like friend, mm-hmm. and his friend was like, huh, that's interesting, and then he fucking killed the guy. So oh, like, that, I, it's not on there anymore. They got in big trouble. Yeah, I kind of heard about that. I yeah, that's like a famous case of yeah. like that kind of shit. Jenny Jones. Yeah, fuck. I didn't know that was her. I thought that was like Ricky Lake or something. No, I think Ricky Lake uh, retired in uh, good graces with the law. Okay, because uh, all of those t- kinds of talk shows, uh, like I'm sure, has, have each ruined a life or two. You know. Yeah, a lot of them are uh, are fake. Um, oh okay. Like like a lot of the stuff on, um, what do you call? What was that idiot's name? Uh, goddamn, huh? Springer. Yeah. yeah. He. Uh, well, first of all, he got in Disgraced trouble. Disgraced congressman. Yeah. He was. He's the mayor. Oh, ma- mayor. That's, he was the mayor was. of, yeah, I yeah. believe, of Cincinnati. Yeah. And then he got thrown out because he paid a prostitute with a check, and they were like, <laughs> "What?" Uh, but yeah, anyway, uh, like a lot of that stuff was fake. Uh, not all of it, but a lot of it was sure. uh, was fake. Or and like at least just amped up. Yeah, or, or, but some know, of them finished. are real, and this one proved to be real, which was unfortunate. Okay, well, uh, let's finish up this, this, this part real quick, and then we'll move on to something a little more interesting. But Okay, and then the I part of the self is that part that basically he identifies with the soul, and uh, he basically says that the I is the subject part, this is also all kind of ob- obvious and pretty rudimentary, but uh, the eye is basically the 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 one that's separate from the world because the world is its it, its object. Like the world is the object to the eye's subject, and the eye receives the world, right? Like takes in the world in in through the stream of consciousness, basically. Um, but in order to perceive the stream of consciousness, uh the eye necessarily has to be outside of the world that it's taking in in order to take it in. Does that kind of make sense? Sure. You know? So well, how else would you be able to? Right. And so by it being outside of the world, and since science technically is about figuring out facts about the world, how the world works, yes. Right? You know, then the eye can never be since it's permanently a subject, can never be the object of scientific inquiry. The me can, like the human body can and how certain emotions that we have are caused by whatever, you know, neural synapses, blah, 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 blah. I had a thing like that recently happen. What? Well, I went to Kyrgyz.com. And that one's weak. That was a weak well, one. Well, no, dude. because my my <laughs> happiness level, the dopamine effect. Oh, boy, I got to tell you, Ben. Ben, right now, if you go to Kyrgyz.com, K-R-Y-G-I-E-S.com, <laughs> use the promo code NOTHING, NOTHING, in all caps, uh, you'll get 15% off your order. I think if you say NOTHING like that, it's understood that's in all caps. I think so, but yeah. I like to... Saying all that. Yeah, so do that. You can use it as many times as you want, folks. Christmas, is, or sorry, the winter holiday is coming up. <laughs> so, uh, oh, okay, never mind. I'll tell you later. What? Okay. Now, someone, no, I can't. I'll tell you later. So, God, uh, you do that 
wait. Because I re because I forget that people listen to this, so I just think it's you and me, and then I'm about to trash somebody we know, and I'm like, oh wow, I probably shouldn't do that. But the yeah, point is okay, that that's fine. Whatever. Anyway, so for your winter holiday parties, friends, uh, <laughs> go ahead and give the gift of life. Yeah, and by that I mean kurgis. Kurgis, yeah, slippers. <laughs> These slippers could very well save someone's life one day. You don't know. Yeah, you don't know that. You have no idea. In fact. They probably will. In fact, I guarantee you 100 percent. And so does the company uh, that they will. <laughs> these... I'm a little nervous about that. I don't know if you can do that. Look, just buy it. All right. <laughs> just making the probably the most like r- the riskiest fucking it's, guarantee. It's the it's the worst like <laughs> like risk guarantee you will not die yeah this product will ensure your immortality yeah i mean yeah we probably shouldn't say that yeah. but the point is that i don't i think that's irresponsible a little you, bit if you buy them it helps us and it helps them and it, it helps the world frankly yeah help support the podcast help support your feet yeah these are the most comfortable slippers i've ever worn in my entire life. Honestly, when I wear them, I think to myself, I could die right now, and I'd be happy. I've accomplished everything I've set out to accomplish. Um, I Did you really? Yeah. <laughs> I started this podcast, and then I put on some slippers. And what else do you need in life, Ben? I mean, podcast and keep slippers. Keep it simple. That's the secret to life. So anyway, what were you saying? All right. So that's that's his theory on psychology, basically, or his philosophy of psychology. Uh, the I stands outside of the world. Because that's the only way I can perceive things. The eye of the world. The eye of the world. But the eye is the eye, right? The all-seeing third eye, right? Of Horace. And that's the other. That, that's why there is no eye in team because the, the eye is the coach. <laughs> Boom! You like that? That's pretty good. I, I remember when I was a kid, they'd say there's no eye in team, and then one day I was like, yeah, but there's 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 a there's, me. There's a me in it. Yeah. Like I realized that, and I was like, this is the worst saying ever. I, I would hear it as a kid, and I'd be like. Huh, that's interesting. I guess there isn't. I get what they're saying. Yeah. But then I was like, wait, what the fuck? And then I became a stand-up comedian and and realized what metaphors are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What turns of phrases are. Mm-hmm. Um, <coughs> okay. So next part, big thing in his fucking philosophy uh, is he was kind of obsessed with religion, uh, in a very like spiritual and like meta- mystical way, metaphysical How could you not way. Be? It's always interesting to me when when people are like, "Thank you," not yes. interested in religion at all. Like 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 it's so. But if you're if you're an atheist, it's fine. You're going to hell when you die. But whatever. Yeah, you're going to hell. If you're but not Catholic, could, you're going to hell. Right. I and mean, we we've proven that. Right. But how could you not like be a little know? interested in like the those those like aspects of whatever our experience that seem to transcend like just what our senses can perceive. What's, yeah. You know what our cultures have been able to process it's it's nuts that, that if you're not if you're not interested in that i feel like you're not interested in, in culture yeah uh, in general and well it's like some how, people aren't though yeah some people aren't uh but like you <laughs> they're know, called capitalists well i guess but <laughs> my point is that on our patreon ben we talked Ooh. about the mormons yeah they have they have theology about deep space and it's so tight it's so tight like, like how would yeah. how could you hear that and not be like that's pretty interesting that kind of rules and like even though those the 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 meat and potatoes of it are are fucking in a in a sense kind of silly so is every religions right i guess yeah but there's a point to it like you can kind of distill some message i think some with the mormonism with mormonism and i'm totally just guessing at this because i'm not a mormon and never really learned much about it sure but the idea of how there's a lot of this idea of like you can transcend to be a god right i mean how like, could that that rules so hard i mean that is like a certain drive 
I think in human beings to to surpass this natural realm because yeah. we're we're stuck. We're stuck in this like awful awful place between being blind dumb animals which would be in many ways better than where we are now. Yeah. Just to be I saw con- when I was driving to Houston last weekend uh, we passed by a cow and now it's like fucking should have been a cow. Yeah. Just stand around sure. in grass all day that rules. Yeah, it doesn't give a shit. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I bet you could get slaughtered for, you know. Right, food, but you don't but... know that. You don't know that's going to happen until it fucking happens. Yeah. Well, that sucks for a second. I mean, it probably sucks for a little while. Well, it's like our our friend uh fucking what was his name? God damn it. Never mind. Sopranos reference. Bobby said when it uh when it happens, you probably don't even know. Oh, yeah, yeah. Wait, that's B- Bacala? Yeah. Yeah. That guy, I missed him when he went. When he when he died, that was like, ah, he's my favorite one, kind of. He was the, sort of the best, like the most upstanding one, I feel like. Yeah. I mean, he still ended I mean, up. Like, he's still you know, a mobster. Sure. You know, murderer. But like, it's. um, Who's the best murderer? <laughs> well, I think he only killed the one person, uh, I think. But I don't know. Yeah. Well, I don't know. It's the thing about that show that I thought was kind of weird is that like Bobby was like supposed to be kind of dumb. And then eventually he became like kind of smarter. Well, he's kind of like a sage in a way. Yeah. Like it's it's not the it's not the like intellectual, like my type of well, of like being smart. He's sure. he's kind of one of those like yeah he's like a sage. He's like this guy who unassuming you know. Yeah. Well, what I always loved about, about his thing when when Junior told a joke about, uh, about like. A Chinese person saying the name of like a car wrong or something, yeah, like cataract or something, yeah, someone like that, yeah, and then yeah, that's what, yeah, yeah, it was, it was yeah. cataract, like oh, what's brand of a car? Oh, I got cataract or something. I know, like that. The, I know the joke here. I know exactly the joke. Yeah, and then Bobby's yeah. like, all right, and he's like, what? Don't you get it? He's like, yeah, he said the he said the the name wrong. Like, yeah, yeah I get it. What's, yeah, what's what's not to get? He's, yeah, he's not a native he English just speaker. Didn't think it was with funny. an accent. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like I get it. Yeah. Just a bad joke. <laughs> yeah, it's just racist and kind of insensitive. Um, I still. Nah, never mind. Um. <laughs> sometimes people ask for joke advice, and they're like, "Hey, what do you think of this joke?" Mm-hmm. And sometimes, and then if I like it, I'm like, "Is it really good?" Here's a tag or, or yeah. whatever. Or, but like sometimes it's just it's so satisfying to be like, "No, that's really bad." Yeah, don't do that. I don't do that. I f- I think I guess I should, but oh, I, just... I do it if people ask. I never go up to someone and do that. Well, if it's a comic, I'll probably tell the truth. But there's this guy at uh, High Tide. Uh, like Norris show. Sure. The, uh, he's not a comic. He's the guy who like uh, he he's like the bus boy or something. But he like saw us setting up for the uh the show there a couple weeks ago, and every si- ever since he's been coming up to me, being like, "Hey, I got a new joke. I want to tell you. Like, oh, you really? want to put me up? It's like one of those things. Oh. And I'm just trying to tell him. It's like, man, man, can you sign up? Like at the uh, I told him to like sign up at Velveeta Room. Uh, yeah. and you know, do open mics first. Uh, but he's like telling me all these jokes, and they're always like terrible. And I just want him to leave me alone. <laughs> so oh. I'm just like, yeah, it's it's good, it's fine. Oh no, like I'm always honest. If someone asks me, I'm gonna tell them. Like, no, yeah. that's bad. Like, I don't know. I don't think that's a. I don't think that's. I think some people think that's kind of rude. But I mean, fuck you. That's no, I know bad. it's it's not. There's there's two schools of thought. I think. I mean, I think it's just there's as good one school way. of thought. Mine. Okay. Um. <laughs> uh. Listen. Okay. We can't get into this. Um. Okay. So. Religion. He's obsessed with religion. So he wrote this fucking book, which is actually one of my favorite books in all philosophy. It's called The Varieties of Religious Experience. Um, and basically what he talks about is, this is like uh, in the late 18, 19th century, I can't remember exactly what year, but uh, it was it started as a series of lectures that became this book, and he basically talks about how he looks at like religious experience, like internal subjective religious experience. So he's not focusing on like the institutional 
aspects of religions. Uh, he's not talking about the community versions of it, not the you know the uh, the way that churches are governed or how you know monastic communities are governed. And he's not talking about like you know the uh, specific theologies of different religions. He's just talking about the internal, like psychological, uh, like feeling you get when you have a religious experience, when you're praying or when you're contemplating the nature of the universe or when you're wondering about like how evil can exist in the world. Like these kind of like really fundamental. The angel Moroni. Who's, what's that? That's Cri- the guy who told, uh, I almost said John Wilkes Booth. That's the guy who told John Smith about, or, or Joe Smith about the, uh, the, the plates, the, the gold the plates, plates and all that stuff. Yeah. Well, we're, well, so that's like that, that specific theology. He's, he's not talking about that. specific Mormon. It's, Mormonism is essentially like a like a remix of Christianity, and it rules. Remix. It's like that. It's like it's like that. You know that Susan Vega song where it's like, duh, 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 yeah, yeah. Duh, you know, I I like the remix better. Oh, I don't know if I've heard the remix. Well, the remix is the one that everyone knows. Originally, that song was just an acapella song. Oh, okay. And then some. Oh, it didn't have a beat or anything. No. Oh, then okay. Then I've I have heard the remix. I thought that was the original. Um. Okay. So he has these two chapters in the book, which I think are really interesting. Um. He talks about how there are certain temperaments that people have, and you kind of see that, you know, with people you meet, I'm sure. Uh, and those can be amplified to, like, a a very profound, what we would call, or what we would qualify as a religious level. Uh, and he, these two temperaments, and there's a variety of these, but the two main ones are uh, healthy-mindedness and the sick soul. Uh and they're kind of juxtaposed against each other. And a lot of the m- major like organized religions, what they the reason why they're like organized and, and successful now is because they manage somehow uh, to combine the two temperaments into this one kind of solution, uh, which he calls conversion, basically. And it's not conversion to a specific religion. It's a conversion to being like, okay with like God or the organizing principle or, you know, whatever the whole thing of the, of the universe is. Um, so the healthy mindedness aspect is that these are the people who are always for some reason kind of happy, even if they're, I mean, they can get bummed out sometimes and like things happen to them that like fuck them, fuck them up, but they always tend to bounce back. Like, I'm sure you know some people like this. Maybe, uh, maybe yeah, not as Pat a comic. Roy's. Yeah, there you go. So he's kind of one of these people. He's, I've never really, seen him so fucking depressed i've seen him like he's gone through some terrible shit he fucking lost his father you know all yeah. that shit uh so i'm sure he's had like hardships for sure but yeah. i've never seen him like about to just no. give up you yeah. know you know what i mean yeah. uh like there's always something that he can laugh about or smile about he's always seems to be sort of enjoying himself no matter what where he's at uh and then there's people <laughs> And then there's people like us. <laughs> the cool, the cool guys? The cool guys, yeah. The sick soul people. Uh, Are you saying sick or sixth? Sick. Okay, because I was going to say sixth soul sounds like like a... You know what's interesting is that a lot of like hip-hop supergroups, they kind of sound like... Some of them kind of sound like death metal bands. So I was going to say that could, be, that could be either a death metal band or like a 90s like rap supergroup. Yeah, that's true. I, oh, I told you this, but I don't think I mentioned on the podcast because I, I just think it's funny. Uh, I used to think that <laughs> Three Six Mafia, <laughs> the, every uh, all every member of that group, were like <laughs> were midgets. 
Yeah, I remember you saying that. Because I thought the three six was like their heights. <laughs> that is so weird. Yeah, I do. I think I remember I, you saying that. I thought that for like years. <laughs> well, I mean, Bush with Bill hung out with those guys. Yeah, and he was a he was a, a little person, right? Yeah. Was he in Was he in a uh, the Ghetto Boys, or was that another? He was, I believe little person? he was in the Ghetto Boys, but I think okay. he kind of palled around with those guys. Sure. Like Barack Hussein Obama pals around with terrorists. Yeah, okay. sure. <laughs> Sarah Palin. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. She said pals around a lot. Yeah. Um, he, he palled around with terrorists in reference to that guy in Chicago, which is very weird. You know what this whole thing? Wait, the one that his William pastor? Ayers or whatever his name Oh, is. no, that guy, the Weather Underground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I guess he, he I don't know, but pals what's around. But so bizarre about him is that he is like, if you deal with education in Chicago, like you deal with him, he's he's like a professor or something. Oh yeah, did sure. a bunch of stuff for education. Obviously, like well after the his you know domestic terrorism. Right. He's also he, that's, that's such a crazy. weird thing to think about, and that's what I hate to admit. Is Chicago's that she's, nuts. She's dude. a little right because yeah, he is nuts. a con- I mean, she's a right, is yeah. a convicted terrorist. Um, well, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> Can you be a convicted terrorist? I have and no not, idea. I've never not even be thought like, about that. Put to death. Anyway, okay. So uh, here's the point. So the point is that you love Sarah Palin and you've always supported her and continue to do so. God, remember when people thought she was hot, and like yeah. they were like, "Oh, she's kind of hot." Remember? Yeah. Uh, some people, the, I, uh, the Republicans were trying to piss, not the Republicans themselves, Just, uh, the, but the like media. Yeah, so we're trying to pitch that. It well, was I mean, really she's, weird. Yeah, she's a good-looking lady. She, yeah, she's not. Sure. Yeah, she's not ugly. But I mean, now like, it's like what what is so interesting now is that like there's so many. And then her daughter got pregnant. <laughs> Several times yeah, in front of everybody. <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, so in, in a matter yeah. of speaking, yeah. But now with politicians, there's so many babes on both sides. You know, yeah. It's Babe City right now. It is Babe City. I kind of. I'm. There's not, hot dudes. There's not hot complaining. ladies. Did you see that picture of uh, what's his name, Buddy G or whatever his name is? No, eating what? eating like a roasted corn or something like that. At a, I think he's, it's, I think it's like that. Buddy Geek. Do you know? The, oh, the mayor guy. The mayor guy. Yeah, the the, the gay. Oh mayor. yeah, he was gay mayor. The, the gay <laughs> mayor. Geek, yeah, he was eating a. What was he eating? Yeah, he was eating it like it was like a carrot or something. Something like that. And he was eating it. And he looked like a fucking moron. Yeah, looked like an idiot. Um. But like everyone was like, oh my god! Like look at how fucking ta- this guy this sucks. And like that guy does suck. But yeah. I was like, oh man, he's not even the first guy to do this because I immediately thought of our boy, the bacon man, the yeah, bacon, the bacon sandwich, sandwich dude. Uh, Gil- no, not Gillibrand. I forget his name, but he like ran for prime minister <laughs> of the UK a few years ago, and it's just a picture of him eating a sandwich, and he looks. So- <laughs> It's, he looks incompetent. So, in, yeah, like incompetent. And he looks like he hates it because he probably did. Well, he was doing. Yeah. So that guy. Um, uh, oh, it started with a G, I think. It did. Hold on uh, two seconds. I'll find it. But this guy basically. Uh, he's a politician. And what happened like is, a Labor Party politician or something. Um, yeah, <laughs> I don't know which one. But the, his, his thing is that. Ed Miliband. Miliband, that's what it was. So, not Gillibrand. What, I'm looking at the photo. <laughs> every time I see that photo, every time I see that photo, it look it makes me so happy. It we it's randomly so funny. found this a few years ago and we've been obsessed with this ever since. So basically this guy is yeah, Labour Party. So he is a Labour Party leader in the UK or whatever. And there was a uh he took <laughs> Is it yeah. 
It has its own Wikipedia so page, right? Wikipedia. The scandal. It was a scandal. So what happens is... What's funny about the British is that they're fucking... At least their, like, political takedowns or their gossip is, like, fucking brutal well they're so yeah cool. i mean the english i mean they invented the english language so yeah. when, when they want to use it for the powers of evil they're very good they can at do it. it yeah that's true uh, that's so a good basically point. what happened is he was doing like a campaign thing a campaign tour and um he stopped <laughs> at a market and to kind of you know hang out and stuff and he ate a bacon sandwich and there was something about how he was being portrayed or something as like out of touch with the working class or something and he would never eat a bacon sandwich or something like that so this was sort of like a uh, what's it called? A stunt, I guess. Yeah, it was or a like, thing to be like, "Hey, look, I'm yeah. just because you know people think he's out of touch because he's like really this rich guy, or whatever." So he was like, "I'm just like you, you know, mates or whatever." Sure. Uh, I I yeah, I enjoy a bacon sandwich, which is like the most British fucking food I can think of. Yeah. And so he's eating the sandwich, and he looks in like he looks incompetent. And he looks really upset. So <laughs> he looks, he looks really, upset, really upset, and then people were taking photos, and then like <laughs> his people, his handlers were like. So mad They were like Stop Please stop taking photos of him Because they know What he looks like When he eats a sandwich Because he's probably used to eat, You know Brushing his teeth With caviar or whatever Yeah So this fucking guy So I'm just gonna read something uh, <laughs> That It was a photograph Of it was published In the standard uh, And the t- as a part of a gallery Of 13 Titled Ed Miliband's Bacon Sandwich It was accompanied <laughs> By a story By political editor Joe Murphy he was quoted as saying, Ed Miliband's battle with a bacon sandwich as he buys flowers for his wife. <laughs> his battle. Because he doesn't look like he knows how to eat a sandwich, which means now people think he makes him look like he's like an awkward guy who can't do simple tasks. Because right. he can't. He can't bend. Well, because he doesn't The guy know- can't eat a sandwich correctly. Yeah. That is, it's so funny. <laughs> the stuff that sinks politicians is so interesting right it's it is i mean kind of because you got to operate at a higher standard just because you're putting yourself out there and you need everyone in in a democracy especially which is like also fucking i don't know about democracy sometimes but like what you have to do is you have to convince like a lot of people to like you (laughs) enough to get them to put you in a position of power right like that's the whole point and he's just like he just couldn't do it <laughs> he just couldn't do it and it was because of a sandwich a so, sandwich took him down i'm i'm dying <laughs> laughing uh because, because um I'm re- <laughs> okay they describe him as struggling to eat a sandwich <laughs> Like an infirm elderly person. Uh, okay, so this guy, a labor activist, was writing about it, saying that the media have a wider narrative about Ed Miliband. Sad, pathetic, geeky loser who cannot even <laughs> eat a bacon sandwich with any dignity. <laughs> and then he goes on to say, you can easily select photographs to make any politician look undignified or greatly reinforced with a narrative you've selected. But yeah, yeah that's you could also learn how to eat a fucking sandwich. Also, dude. yeah. Hey, Ed. It goes up and down. Just move your lower jaw up and down to chew. It's easy. Yeah, that guy's interesting. He also one time w- was in like a debate, uh, and he uh, they were talking about like, would you be able to be like tough enough to like, you know, be in the same room as like you know Obama if there's something big is going down? And he said, mm-hmm. and he said like, hell yes, I am. And it was like, no, you're not. 
Oh, oh, like he was a little too enthusiastic. Hell yes, I'm tough enough. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's a little too desperate. Okay, we gotta get back. Um, so just wrapping up this part, the varieties of religious experience. He he's talking about the internal subjective experiences you get when you're faced with the sublime. Yeah. And then there's two aspects of that. There's like a dark, a light and a dark side. There's the light side, the healthy mindedness uh, aspect, which are you know those people who basically when they look at the world as a whole uh, or they perceive the universe as a whole. They see it as something constantly miraculous, right? I mean, it is, it's, it's, it's incredible. And it's one of the, I think, probably the first questions of philosophy. Like, it's, it's incredible that there's something instead of nothing. And, like, they kind of are impressed and, and like, awed by the fact that they are here. Like, I am here. I'm conscious. You know, right? Like it, is my, per, it is a mind fuck. Yeah, it's a mind fuck. Like, we're just, we're here and, like, our fucking faces are open to the things that are happening and coming on us and like all that shit like it's nuts it's nuts that there's like so many things and we get to experience them and it's like truly insane because like it could just be nothing but there's all of this instead and it's like fucking crazy yeah right and so though those healthy-minded people they take that as like the ultimate like point of departure and are therefore kind of characterized by a certain unspoken gratitude to just be be around be here like i'm happy to be here Mm. you know even when shit's going bad right yeah but then the argument again is that like oh well you know just because i'm going through a tough spot that only makes you know the good times i've had sweeter right or that kind of bullshit sure um and then i call that bullshit i don't really call bullshit i actually appreciate that that mentality and that worldview, I'm just not, I don't think I can count myself as one of those people. Yeah. Because I'm, and I kind of think maybe you are a little bit too. Right. <laughs> uh, we're in the other camp, the sick soul camp. And these are the people who understand, and it's just as valid and just as real, that, yeah, everything's here, everything's now. You know, we're having a fucking ball with all of our experiences, but all of these experiences, even the best ones, are fleeting. <laughs> They don't last. Uh, there is also pain. There is also evil, corruption. And then, at the end of it all, we fill. We try to f- desperately fill our lives constantly with the one goal of distracting us from the fact that we are going to die. Yep. <laughs> We're going to become nothing. And the sweetest moments, the most honorable acts we've ever done our heroism our like our devotion to loved ones mm-hmm. are all the good things that we've ever done yep the best people that we have ever been mm-hmm. and could be even if we were the best best versions of ourselves while we were living this life will be gone and there's this one line we'll be annihilated we're going to be annihilated we're going to be done yeah um and that kind of that seeps into he he kind of hypothesizes that this is sort of where the notion of like original sin comes from like this idea that like, well, we're, we're all going to die. The fact that we're going to die, that I am going to die means that I'm corrupted in some way. Right. Like there's this thing that's going to happen to me. That's going to destroy me that I have no control over. Yeah. Which means that there has to be something wrong with me. (laughs) Right. Um, And so there's this like bleakness, this desperation, uh, that you can never, ever, ever get rid of. Yeah. And that's the sick soul. And he says that these are two very d- distinct religious mentalities um, that he says most people 
experience at one point or another. Uh, but there are these like important religious figures who experience them at heightened levels uh, to the point where they like receive like a mystical experience of some sort. Yeah. And those are the people who, you know, if they can fucking write that shit down, they end up fucking founding religions. So these are people like Jesus, Muhammad, Buddha. Uh, and then he and then he uses the example of George Fox, which is the guy who founded Quakers, Quakerism. <laughs> what? <laughs> which I thought was funny. But <laughs> Quakers, man. Yeah. <laughs> which are like, yeah, they're like peace loving kind of like interest. That, that's an, actually an interesting sect. The Quakers? Uh, the Quakers, yeah. yeah. Because they're like pacifists, except for the one pacifist Quaker, the one non-pacifist Quaker, <laughs> Richard Nixon. <laughs> he was a Quaker? He was a Quaker. Did you know that? No. Yeah, he was a Quaker. Richard Nixon. Interesting. Argu- arguably responsible for genocide. <laughs> I didn't know that. Did the, did people know that? Yeah. yeah. I mean, he, yeah. He, I think he, he told people. He People knew he was a Quaker. I guess people don't. I guess Quakers aren't viewed with suspicion. They're not that. I mean, they're. I mean, they were it's back little, in the day. Yeah, I mean, they've it, been around long enough. I think. Yeah, because they started in like the 1600s. Yeah, so I guess it's been around enough that people are just like, yeah, it's just a thing. Oh wait, and also, fucking Pennsylvania was founded by a Quaker. William Penn was a Quaker. Yeah. So, you know, if you if you found if you found a state, you're probably okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know. <laughs> That's why the Mormons are finally okay, because they got Utah. Utah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they got rid of uh, slaves. Oh, that's cool. To make Utah a state. They wouldn't make it a state if they had, uh, you know, slavery. Oh, yeah, okay. Wait, but, was that their call or the, um, the federal well, government's Well, Joseph call? Smith renounced slavery, and then they became a state. Renounced slavery? Yeah. Was he a slave owner? I don't think so, but okay. I think he just was sort of like, well, I don't know. Okay, whatever. It's expedient. I don't know. I don't think he was. Well, let's, let's save that for the Patreon. Um, but anyway, to wrap up, because we're almost done, the last major aspect of his f- whole philosophy, which is probably the most important one, in my opinion, and the one that I think is kind of the most interesting, is he gets right to the heart of the matter and tries to define truth. <laughs> like, what what is truth? Yeah. Right? It's like the fucking Holy Grail. Uh, and he came up with this very, very compelling uh, school of thought which has largely defined American philosophy since he since he did this. And he wasn't the first one to do this, but he was the guy who articulated it the best. And it's a school of thought called pragmatism. Have you ever heard of pragmatism? Yes. With a capital P? Yeah. Yeah. You know what with a small P what it means? Uh, you know what it means with a small penis? <laughs> no, what? Um, you don't know what pragmatism means? No, you but, said with a small... P- oh, well, that you being well, silly? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, but yeah, I mean, no, like, pra- yeah, pragmatist, but like, yeah. Yeah, just, just being practical, yeah. right? Yeah. So that actually is a is kind of a pretty good near representation of what it means technically in the philosophical realm. Uh, pragmatism with a capital P with a capital penis. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, I just capital penis sport. Oh my god! I was listening to Come Town and they had this one fucking bit where they're just <laughs> they're impersonating <laughs> Robin Williams, uh, <laughs> like talking to Billy Crystal and like complimenting his penis. <laughs> And he's just going, really good penis, Billy. Billy, excellent penis, Billy. <laughs> That's one of those bits where, like, out of context, I'm, I'm just now thinking, how on earth did they get to that? <laughs> There's a, it was a long walk, and I can't, I can't do it on here because. Sure. Well, oh, yeah. Yeah. Sure. I can't. We don't have the same, I don't think, liberal, liberalities that Mullen has. Nope. <laughs> so I'm not going to repeat it. Just listen to Come Down if, you, if you're curious. Um, 
or maybe don't. Didn't uh, you recommend to someone at work? They were like, "Oh, what kind of podcast do you listen to?" And you were like, "Oh, you should listen to Come Town." And then she just never talked to you again. Well, no, she was asking me what I was listening to, and she was being insistent because I was like, "I, it's just this podcast." Because I was trying to like hide it because the fucking the name is <laughs> logo. Cumetown. It's Come Town, and it's spelled in Come. It's so funny. <laughs> It's so fine. <laughs> so I just like, and it was at work. So I was just like, I, I'm like, I just, just, it's a podcast. Just please, like, you know, just please, just trust. It's but a podcast. But that seems very suspicious. That's even more suspicious. So of course she was like, no, come on, now you have to tell me. And so I was just like, you and we were, we were like sort you of friends. Screamed in her face. No, and so I was just like, no, I didn't even say it. I just let her look at it. <laughs> I was just like, this is the name of it. And then she was like, okay, why are you listening to that? And I was like, I think it's funny. Because it's funny. <laughs> but why is it called that? I don't know. <laughs> I just like it. <laughs> yeah, I just like it. Uh, Anything you gonna do. It is funny. <laughs> it's very funny. It's called Come it's, Town. It's hilarious. It's the funniest name. <laughs> it's a town. A whole municipality made out of <laughs> made out of semen. <laughs> They have their own local laws. Yeah, yeah. They have a post office. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, six two five Main Street, Comtown, USA. Comtown, USA. <laughs> okay. Uh, so pragmatism is basically the school of thought that says that truth. All right. So for the thousands of years that we've been contemplating this up until him, uh, we thought that basically truth was like the state of affairs of the world. Uh, and truth are like our beliefs that correspond to that reality, right? So you have a belief that something happened. That belief is only true if that thing, that event actually happened, right? Uh, so then the question is like, well, how do you know that it actually happened? Uh, you know, people's perspectives are different. Testimony gets, you know, contradicted, blah, blah, blah. And then the next like 2000 years are like, well, how do you ever know that something's true? How do we ever, how can we trust our senses? How do we know that our brains are working correctly? Blah, blah, blah. We could just be, you know, brains and bats. Yada, yada, yada. Uh, oh, don't bring up those goddamn right. well, scientists. I know, but so the point is that we had this, like, hypothesis of what truth was, but we can never fucking get there, really. Okay? So he goes, all right, well, we got to fucking start over. <laughs> all right? We all obviously right. live our lives uh, in very determinate and, like, certain and like convicted ways really like we act with justification and conviction most of the time you know you know we i get into my car and i drive like i know how to drive and when you don't you're actually a horrible driver well but i still get from point a to point b i, I right? don't know how you just careen around austin okay but bouncing so, off things like you're a fucking pinball so i'm doing something right okay <laughs> so i know i know Can't how to drive i know how to drive in that aspect I know how to get from point A to point B without killing myself or others. Sure. Okay? Um, In theory. And, and not getting pulled over, not doing anything illegally, yada, yada, yada. Um, but if I know how to do that and I know how to do other things and I know certain facts about the world, I know certain facts about myself, right? And when he says, like, knowing those facts, aren't, aren't saying I have a belief and it corresponds with a reality that is beyond us or ex transcendent of us, you know, that lies on the other side of this veil. He's saying that to know something about the world is just to know, is just to have a belief that works so you can operate in that world, right? Uh, so truth is just whatever works. 
truth is just a belief that allows you to get through your day uh, in a way where you can like succeed at your goals or you can you know communicate with other people blah 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 and so there's this kind of one example okay uh, that he uses there's this thought experiment he came up with that's called like it's basically the squirrel around the tree so you say there's this squirrel okay you see climbing up a tree and you want to take a better look at it so you want to remember when Rob Gagnon did that did those like vines where he'd go and run run after squirrels and like like a paparazzi and like I ask some so, questions yeah. <laughs> he's like mr squirrel mr squirrel is it true and then the squirrel's like run away <laughs> i don't think know. i i don't know if i saw that i love those that's things. really funny. he would do that he's like is it true you cheated on your wife mr squirrel mr squirrel you can't avoid the question you know and the squirrel's like running away because it's a fucking squirrel um what a kook. i was thinking about that when i was reading this uh because this thought experiment it just involves a guy running <laughs> after a squirrel to look at it but the <laughs> Why? For, for what just to reason? set it up just to set it up it's a fucking thought experiment so the squirrel's on this tree right but it's on the other side of the tree so you want to look at the squirrel so you walk around the tree but the squirrel's like moving around because it's scared of you so it's keeps hiding behind the tree so you and the squirrel are going around this tree right nice okay so the question he asks is what is true here are you going around the squirrel or is the squirrel going around you um so hold on. So the squirrel's run up a tree. Yeah, he runs up to like the middle length of the tree, let's say, and then he just stays at that height and then just kind of runs around to hide behind it. And I'm running around the tree too? Yeah, because you want to get a look at it, so you're going like So this, who's right? running around too? I guess we're yeah. both running around each other. I guess really we're, we're both, yeah. But So what? which of the two sentences is true? Both. Okay, but you can't both have those, right? I think in this case you can. Well, one of them has to be stationary. One of the, there has to be a point of reference. The, the, the point is that there has to be one point of reference that stays stationary compared to, like, in the frame of motion. Huh. Because if they're two, if they're going around each other. Yeah. Like this, like my two fingers, right? There's another visual thing <laughs> that the <laughs> listeners won't understand. Yeah, we should probably stop doing that. <laughs> yeah. But for the sake of this, like, you see my fingers kind of going around like this. I do. And, and fellas, his fingers are flying. Yeah. But the point of reference is not either finger, right? No, it's not. Okay, it's this, it's between them. Yeah. Okay. But he's asking, who's running around who? Well, in order to answer that question, you have to fucking make a decision on what is the point of reference. And he says that there is no particular reason to choose either one as the point of reference. At some point, you just have to fucking make a choice. You just have to fucking say, we're going to, from this moment on, we're going to consider the squirrel as a point of reference. Right? And that's okay. how you decide the truth. Because that way... That way you can settle on an actual belief that will lead you to construct other theories about, like, how squirrels operate or, like, why is this tree in front of me, blah, 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 right? Or, like, what can I do to actually see the squirrel? That's the whole point. Like, it doesn't matter, really, you know, what's true, like, in the objective sense. What is true is just whatever works for you to accomplish your goal. And then he expands that for all of, like, humanity to say that, when we're looking for truth, it's it's whatever accomplishes whatever our universal goals are as as humans, as a species. So like as humans, we you know live in these societies. We want it to be more or less harmonious. We want to attain knowledge. We want to live happily. We want to have meaningful lives and love our loved ones, etc. Right? More or less. Sure. Um, so he says that whatever is true is that stuff is is those beliefs that help us do that, and we do that through this process of you know. Uh, guessing 
We have to start by just guessing. We have to make a fucking blind choice and say we're going to start here. Uh, and then you just build off of that. And then that's what you mentioned earlier about how, like, you know, when you start off with a science, you're going to get a lot of shit wrong. But that's okay. That stuff's not going to be true. Basically, what he's saying is that truth is not something that's permanent and objective and eternal. Truth is very much always changing. Hmm. Yeah, and that's pragmatism. And then he fucking died. <laughs> right yeah. after he invented this. Yeah, he, well, no, not right Did he after. trip while trying to <laughs> look at a squirrel? He tripped while uh, <laughs> trying to run after the squirrel. He actually tripped, and the tree was like right next to this cliff. And he fell off, and he landed on uh, the jagged one. The jagged one, the pointiest, the pointiest fucking rock in Boston. Paul. It's the pointiest rock in Boston. Yeah. Uh, wow. Okay. That's it. That's yeah, I guess uh, I like this guy. It's all right. He's a he's he's a pretty deep dude. Yeah. But it's William James, American philosopher, American yeah. hero, made in America. Made in America, founder of pragmatism, American philosophy. Yeah. Pretty cool. Hey, suck it. Yeah, suck Europe. it, Europe. <laughs> you guys, your time is over. It's Dean time. Yeah, it's been over. I mean, all, our time's also coming coming up. Yeah. Rapidly <laughs> coming to a close yeah. as we drift through an uncaring universe. Yeah. Anyway, hello to our Chinese brethren. <laughs> oh, I, I've always been a big fan of uh, the Chinese <laughs> and whatever, the, and their system of government. Yeah. <laughs> Well, and I, do, I don't have the money to pay them back what we owe them, so. Yeah, God, what if you were on the hook for trillions? For, like, trillions of dollars? Um, I don't know what I would do. I think I would... I mean, I wouldn't do... I, I would just be like, look, I'm... I'd lawyer up. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> I would definitely get a lawyer. That's a very American I would thing ask to Michael do. Priest uh, for any, like, law recommendations. Michael so, Priest? Well, he went to law school. I... Dude, I be, know way more people. <laughs> I'd be like, all right, Michael, what do you think? And he'd be like... <laughs> Yeah. Can I sell you some weed? <laughs> uh, okay. Kidding, well, yeah. Do that. I guess I like pragmatism. Yeah. I guess this guy's all right. What do you What do you think about him? I like it. I mean, I kind of uh, adhere to it as best I can. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Because that's all we. That's all that ever really matters to us. At the end of the day, we're never really gonna know. Even if truth is objective and it actually like does live out there. Yeah. We'll never come close to knowing all of it. No. And I certainly will never come close to even <laughs> picking up my slack for the species, you know? Like, you just never will. So, you know, you know I'm glad you, that, that just you whatever say works. that, because me and the other humans have been actually talking about this lately, <laughs> that it seems like you're not really contributing. <laughs> so... So, what are you guys, I'd be so fucking pissed if you and the other, like, Seven billion humans. Yeah. I've been like talking about you this whole time. That and also just like writing these research papers, like contributing to journals. Yeah, peer reviewed journals. We have a message board, bencholock.com backslash message board. It's where me and the other the billions of people talk shit and publish your scientific papers. Yeah, we 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 love science and we hate Ben Sholock. That's <laughs> kind of what 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 we go by. Uh, but friends, thank you so much for listening to our drivel. Uh, do appreciate it if. You know someone who likes philosophy. Tell them about our podcast. Yeah. But just make sure that they uh, manage their expectations, though. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Temper that shit intensely. Uh, yeah. Go to iTunes. Write a five-star review. Just, you can write um, Eat Book. I think that was a recent one that we got. We finally have like a, a hundred uh, like ratings. Not not reviews, but ratings. Oh, yeah. So, iTunes. yeah. Write something. Write with words. Yeah. You can write Eat Book. You can write hashtag Ben. 
Uh, <laughs> or you can write eat veggies. Those are yeah. the only things you're allowed to say. The C is a bastard. Uh, Stuff like that. Truth is a son of a bitch. Yep. Fox News. So uh, th- uh, my roommate Vic, a.k.a. the Mad Hatter, works yeah. at, in a restaurant, <laughs> and she has gotten everybody in the kitchen to start saying Fox News. Yeah, I heard about that. Fuck you. It's so funny. Hell yeah. Uh, so yeah, you can follow us on social media, on Twitter, and on the IG band, the Instagram. Uh, I've heard of it. I am uh, on Instagram, at DeanManP, at PatDean on the GD Twitter. Ben is on both of them. He is at Gristleporn, G-R-S-T-L-E-P-O-R-N. Gristleporn's all the way down. Um, yeah, I guess that's it, right? Yeah. We so got 100 go, ratings, yeah. Go to Kyrgyz, K-Y-R-G-I-E-S. Dot com. Dot baby. Nothing in all caps. Uh, or don't, I guess. Go to our Facebook to. page, too, if you want to check out some shit. I'm trying to update that shit. Yeah. God, it's just too much to do. Ugh. Yeah. But anyway, we're trying. Hey, guys, we're trying. Well, you know what? I was thinking about this the other day. Is that I think you and I are um, good examples uh-huh. of the modern man in today's society. Yeah. Here's why. Okay. Because we're fucking shitheads. Yeah. But yeah, we're trying. We're trying. Yeah, we're doing our best. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like we're doing our every best. once in <laughs> a while, you say something and then go, "Ooh, uh oh!" But at least you're yeah. trying. You know? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so there's that. Under the the judgmental eyes of J.Y. Cotton. I know. What? <laughs> yeah. It's oh, I am doing my best. It's 615. Oh, I, it. I had the 13 bucks <laughs> to buy these pajamas. I'm contributing <laughs> to the economy, Ben. <laughs> yeah, anyway. Uh, yeah, I guess that's it. Um, anything, anything to add ben uh i'm sure i'm forgetting something but uh thank you for listening check out our patreon uh now that's about it uh keep on thinking hard and if you're not catholic you're going to hell and here's hold on <laughs> i'm looking through my itunes here is no no okay fine he wants to do it hold on no, I, like, I like doing it Okay. <laughs> anyway, so guys, uh, have you heard about this? <laughs> you gotta pick one quick. Man. And here's Mogwai. Mm-hmm.